Good morning. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official Untapped podcast. Your weekly look into what's happening in the Untapped community and the world of beer. This episode is brought to you by Untapped and the Untapped Store. Use the coupon code PODCAST to get 20% off your next purchase. That's store.untapped.com. Coupon code is PODCAST. Save yourself some dough, grab some shirts, some hats, some cool billionth check-in things, a new glassware for that, sure for that. And remember to like, subscribe, ring the bell, give us a heart, tweet us, regram us, whatever you like to do. <laughs> Every time you do, a long lost sock of mine is found. It just kind of shows up on my bed. So it's weird, but it's also great. So please keep it up. <laughs> um, there's a there's a whole how it's made to be to be filmed yet about Harrison's lost socks. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Drinking Socially, where every Wednesday we walk you through one of the untapped <clears throat> core badges and we talk about how they're earned. This week is a layup. I'm aware that not everyone has been riding the IPA train as hard as I have for the last few years, but for the majority of the last decade, Untapped has been ruled by the IPA. Your grocery shelves are full of them. The bottle shops have new varieties even as we speak. Your local brewer probably has one or two on tap. Unless you live near Chicago and you visit Dovetail Brewing, they have 78 beers on untapped and none of them are an IPA. And you know I love a contrarian and I'd love to taste their beer, but not on this episode. This episode is about the new religion of craft beer, the India Pale Ale in all its glory. And there's a reason it became so popular and we're not even really here to decode that today. We're here to drink and celebrate. So grab any random beer from your fridge. There's a very <laughs> high likelihood it's going to help you level up this badge. Harrison, what are we talking about? That's right. Today, you, me, all of us, I believe in IPA, we believe in IPA, he, she, me believe, we all believe in IPA, but specifically the badge is the I Believe in IPA badge. It has a goofy history, which we'll get to in a little bit, but what you need to know, for starters, is the actual description on Untapped about this badge. It says, we believe in IPA, and you should too. Check in five beers with a style IPA to level up this badge. So, um, obviously lots of different kinds of IPA, and as far as John and I can tell, whether it's a quadruple IPA, or a session IPA, or a Cascadian Dark Ale. I think that even qualifies for this. Also known as a Black IPA. Um, those, uh, you're in. You're going to help tick away at this badge. And one of the beers I'm really excited to drink and help tick away at this badge, if there's any ticking left for me right. to do, mm. um, I was... On a podcast recently, it's a Pittsburgh-based beer podcast called Hop Nation USA. Uh, with a couple of guys, and there was a connection to Wilmington. So we were talking about the Wilmington beer scene, and I was touting my love for New Anthem and their domination of the IPA market in eastern North Carolina. And they kept talking about General Braddock's. And I know what you're thinking, right? John, are you talking about the British officer in charge of America's 13 colonies during the <laughs> French and Indian War? 
or the Seven Years War if you went to school in Canada. And I'll answer you. <laughs> I am not talking about a historical figure. I don't think. I'm, I'm talking about a very highly rated IPA on Untapped called General Braddock's. It's brewed by a brewery called Brew Gentleman. Uh, it comes in a really cool can Harrison showing off on YouTube right now. It's listed as an American-style IPA. It's 6.8%. Its overall rating on Untapped is 4.14. That's amazing. That's like impossibly good. Um, on Untapped, the description tells us it's a soft and balanced American IPA that you can always come back to. And we're very fortunate in that uh, through friends of friends, we were able to procure a few of these interesting looking cans. Uh, Brew Gentlemen just started canning this beer not even a year ago. Um, and I'm really excited. I see Harrison pouring it into the glass, diving into the aroma. So I'm going to crack mine open and let Harrison give us a real-time breakdown uh, as he begins to enjoy his first sips. Mm. Ooh. So yeah, soft and balanced. Absolutely. The nose is like all cantaloupe for me which I've been seeing more and more in IPAs, juicy IPAs, what, you know, the IPA of today, whatever. It's kind of crossing the medium now, these fruity, cantaloupe forward-hopped beers. Um, but it is very... Wow. But then after that, a lot of them are different. Some are really bitter. Some are really heavy. Some are light. Some are fluffy. Some are orange juicy. It, it kind of... After the nose, they can go a dozen different ways. And this one is like a big old pillow you're drinking and it's it's very fluffy and but there's a nice right there's a it's it's not um overly sweet there's actually like a drying bitterness to it that i'm getting like a little bit it's it's not hot i would not call it very bitter i don't know what the ibus are but um but there's something there to write so you don't feel like you're sucking on an orange there's a kind of it ends this the that top forwardness that's kind of a little sweeter and fruitier cut right off which i really like this is cool what are you what are you getting over there john what are you experiencing i understand uh why the guys at hop nation wouldn't shut up about this beer it's uh it, okay it's so gone um <laughs> it's, i think the can is smaller than normal that's what it is that's it it's, it's uh, as harrison pointed out cantaloupe on the nose like it's just bleeding yeah. That I, I, maybe mosaic, but sometimes it makes me yeah. think of blueberries. But I definitely get that on the nose. But then the flavor, the f the fluffy pillowiness, I would yeah. almost say that, that like that. that describes a good texture in beer. And that's not mm -hmm. like I don't often use texture to describe a beer, but for this one, it hits that fluffy IPA yeah. right on the nose for me. But flavor wise, it's. It's like a bitter New England. That's not a real thing or a category, but it doesn't taste super juicy and cloying and sweet and lingering. It, It's like in New England West Coast, if you'll follow me on this adventure, where it yep. does, for me, finish really kind of bitter and dry. Yeah, it's very dry. But it's almost like, for what I'm getting, it's almost like, an, like it's dry, and I know it's dry because of the hops, but it's almost like, it's almost invisible. It's like... I wouldn't like this would not if I was drinking, you know, green flashes, West Coast IPA or whatever like this, that would that 
probably everything has like 80 IBUs, something like that. This is not near that. But again, I think it's important to note that like, if you're thinking that traditional New England has like 20 IBUs in it, this has more than that. So we're in between 20 and 80 somewhere, and that doesn't really <laughs> matter. And again, we always throw IBUs under the bus, but never talk more about them because whatever, we'll get there someday. But yep, I think it's coming the up. Point, right. The point I'm trying to make is that it, it works really well together. And that's as I've kind of, um, I don't know, grown in my beer years, almost the style of beer most nights becomes irrelevant. What I want is like, right, a cool beer experience. Like, show me something, say you're soft and balanced, and then be that. And that's what they've done. And that's really cool. Because anyone can say, you know, it tastes like a fruit basket and a sunny day. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean, really? What do you, you're not really challenging yourself or me to like actually say, hey, I said I'm going to make a beer like this and I made it. Um, and I challenge you to say otherwise. Whereas this beer is saying it's soft and balanced and it's an American IPA and it's, I'm getting all those things. So that's really cool and a testament to them. And yeah, I could totally, right, like I lived in Pittsburgh, I would want this fresh all the time all the time. This is also a good note. It's 6.8%. So this is like a everyday beer after work beer, you know, like then it would hit that spot. Ooh, what a fun place. What a, and it can happen. Just move to magical Pittsburgh and you too could enjoy General Braddock's. Although I, I have heard it's a little, it can be tough to get your hands on it. So maybe not every day, but um, yeah, for, for this being brew gentleman's flagship IPA, it yeah. doesn't have the, it seem they they seem to be holding on to that kind of hard to get like Treehouse Julius. That's their flagship. Right. Still excited about it. Um, you know, then then you look at some of the other uh, breweries. I, I off the top of my head, New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger or mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada's Torpedo or even like uh, Toppling Goliath Pseudo Sioux. For yeah. me, still really exciting. But for anybody in their distribution area, they're like, oh yeah, I've had that a bunch of times now. I, I, yeah. I respect Brew Gentlemen for keeping this. The uh, maybe it's not intentional, but for keeping this really hard to get. Yeah. Um, a quick background on uh, Brew Gentlemen. Uh, and I love hearing this. So it's run by a small team, really attention to detail focused and recognized as a leading brewery nationally and locally to Pittsburgh and yeah. Pennsylvania for the beers they make. Uh, this, the founding story is there are two college friends who dropped everything. I don't believe they dropped out of college, but dropped everything mostly to carve out their own path in the beer industry. They've developed a reputation within Pittsburgh for making these kind of soft and balanced beers, mm. which Harrison alluding to, like balance is really important. Yeah. Food, wine, certainly beer. Um, these guys set up uh, 20 minutes outside of Pittsburgh alongside one of the rivers in Pittsburgh that I won't try and pronounce, Monongagala. Uh, they're located in a renovated electrical supply front in the shadow of one of the first steel plants in existence Ooh. in the U.S., which is like really cool, that brewery kind of revival industrial scene. And this beer was uh, touted by Paste Magazine as one of the top 25 most important beers of the last decade. Nice. So it's really cool to hear too for for a beer that doesn't travel far outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah, and those guys know they're talking about paste does some great stuff. If you haven't checked out their articles on kind of blind taste testing a bunch of beers, they do that all the time. And they're uh, 
they're really cool the way they approach it it's i mean it's you know no one else is doing it so take some time and that to me means a lot it's guys who kind of make a make a name for themselves not looking at the name of your brewery and how hype you are but just drinking beer and judging it just on how it's made for them to say this is beer is important uh means a lot so that's really really cool um to get those accolades and i get it i mean right like it's really good it's just like delicious it's soft it's not overwhelming it's easy to write ipa is like a rabbit hole for some brewery sometimes you can just go too deep and there's 20 different kinds of hops and a bunch of specialty malts or maybe you add way too much lactose or not enough or too many hops you triple dry hop and it tastes like a salad and like you know <laughs> there's so many ways to make a misstep and get kind of right lost and you know, what you could do with the style. And I feel like again and again, the breweries I really enjoy are the ones that know what they want and they just go and they execute on it. And it's most of the time, in my experience, it's not the crazy 20 different hops and a bunch of different grains. The ones that are like two grains, here's a hop or two, and we're just getting really good at it. And then and that's what they're doing right here. So I'm digging it, man. I wonder if it's a single hop. We tried to find out what hops are in it online not a lot of info it could be because they rotate around a lot um and they're just kind of going for a hop profile and the specific hop they're able to float a couple in there and hit those same notes i don't know but um anyway just keeping that my curiosity going more and more with this beer but i i'm gonna need another one soon it looks like so that's always a good sign harrison harrison drinks all of his beers as as if they're the last one he's going to get. Yeah, that's right. You never know. A lot of buses out there. A lot of blind corners. Although not in uh, not in my office yet. <clears throat> All right. Speaking of blind corners, now horrible transition. All right. So we're here to talk about this badge because again, chances are just looking at the numbers, it's gonna be hard for you guys to grab this beer. That's okay. We're talking about the I believe an IPA badge today. So again. Like John said, spin around in your house and point to the fridge and you'll probably find an IPA that'll help you move along if you haven't maxed out this badge already. And again, as the, the badge suggests how it's earned, just check it a fighter and beers for the style of IPA to like get up each or level up each time, goes level 100, so that's 500 beers you have to drink to get to the top. And I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying this, but so far, of all the badges we've done, this one has the most unlocked. More than 2.1 million people have unlocked this badge so far on Untap. So that's pretty cool. And again, speaks to IPAs being a pretty big deal. We are in the age of IPA and probably will be forever. Although maybe lager, maybe lager's coming back. <laughs> Loggers are coming if, if as long as we get we we keep pushing it and we'll speak right. it into truth. But uh, more interestingly, I'd like to I'd like to meet the people that have managed to check into a few beers and not earn this badge. Unless you just only go to Dovetail or Red Oak or right. some of the more traditional style brewers ballparks. Right. Um, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah, you're right, John. And in looking through the top beers, oh, this is really cool for a lot of reasons. So looking at the top IPAs that have again unlocked this. This badge, you're seeing a lot of names that you're we're all familiar with. Lagunitas IPA number one, more than twenty five thousand unlocks just from that beer alone. Goose's IPA, Bell's Two Hearted, 
Punk IPA, which is everywhere all day from Founders, 60 Minute for Dogfish Heads. So a lot of like names you'd expect, beers that are available all over the place um, that are IPAs. But as John and I were kind of going through these numbers and talking about it, what's really cool is that there are more than 2 million unlocks and Lagunitas' IPA, which is, again, the, the beer that's unlocked the most, a single beer that's unlocked the badge the most, only has 25,000 of those unlocked. So there are more than a million, almost 2 million, or more than that, 2 million more people plus, or unlocked rather, that uh, that aren't that beer. So it just speaks to how many wow. IPAs there are out there, right? It's like, yeah, it's easy to to grab uh, one of these beers almost anywhere and check it in without thinking and realize and start your untapped quest off and have the I Believe in IPA badge be one of the first badges you unlock. But there are also so many other beers, just like General Braddock's here, that uh, your local brewery makes. It's also an IPA. Maybe that's, I mean, the majority of people didn't grab one of these couple, you know, 10 beers and use it to unlock the badge first. It was something else, maybe local. There's so many IPAs out there. It's pretty cool. That's true. If you're drinking local beer and i say this all the time i'm sure if you're listening regularly you're rolling your eyes already because you know it's coming but (laughs) if like if you just started drinking craft beer two years ago you could probably go a couple miles away from your house grab an ipa that's three days old and never even go to lagunitas ipa If you're in Kansas in off of a dirt road, Lagunitas IPA is (laughs) is probably, you know, maybe sometimes the best craft you can get. No shame towards Kansas. There's really good beer out there as well. But every like the further you get away from Metropolis, the harder it is to find that local beer. But it's still it's it's really interesting that you could be a huge IPA fan and not have unlocked it through some of these what I would consider like classics like Stone IPA and Bell's Two Hearted. Yeah, exactly right. Speaking of unlocks and beers, let's talk about how we are doing towards this badge. So, John, I'll put you on the spot. I believe an IPA badge. Where are you at? What do you, what do you got for me? This one, as I stated early in the show, was a layup. It did take me a while, though. I've maxed yeah. this badge out, um, and it was just recently, around last Christmas, I finally maxed this badge out with a beer called Sour Bay Pina Colada from Froth Brewing up in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, And I I love it because it was like a testament to my IPA journey. Like I began on a hoppy, bitter West Coast road and I ended, maxed out this badge (laughs) with an IPA that my mom loved. So like the whole style has transcended in the time it took me to max this badge out. Uh, what about you, Harrison? How are you holding up? Level yes. 40 or so? Uh, I, too, John, have maxed <laughs> this badge out. So we've done it. 500 beers is a lot of beer. I mean, it makes up, I mean, I think I only have about 1,600 or so check-ins. So, uh, what, 33-plus percent of them or so, not more than that, or almost or almost that, are just IPAs. So it's a lot. It makes up a, easily the most checked-in style um for me so yeah about 100 i maxed it out again not too long ago about about a year ago last may i maxed it out took me a while too with the dog haze of summer from bill's brewing company which is a local brewery in wilmington here do great stuff have a great fried chicken Um, got me excited when you said bill's but no they're good they're they're cool dudes um and 
Uh, yeah, so again, maxed it out. Happy to do so. I was looking at that list though, and untabbed. It was so so many IPAs, which I've been no secret about. I love that style. Some sweet original dude. Um, but like, I love that style. And looking through the list of the beers I've had and the IPAs I've enjoyed over the years, I mean, there's some in there that I want to find again. I submitted some amazing, amazing IPAs that I've been fortunate enough to have. So it was nice to kind of walk down that that memory lane. And I took it myself all the way back to the beginning. I just kept scrolling to see where it all began. And sure enough, about like a day or two after I my first check-in on Untapped, might have been the same day, I unlocked this bag for the first time with one of the beers that uh, 10,000, nope, 19,000 other people uh, unlocked this bag with as well with Bell's Two-Hearted Ale down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina at the Griffin Pub, which is a really cool kind of dive. It's one of those dive bars that has awesome craft beer, which is one of my favorite Yes. places where it's like dark and there's the ground is wet for some reason but then like flying to the elders <laughs> on tap um so just <laughs> not quite that but they had bells too hard i remember walking in it was hot and i was like please i'll take a bells and snap to pick uh it was a yeah good memory that i still have i still kind of can put it together in my mind so that was cool to go all the way back and see where it began did you do that too john did you look back and see kind of what was number one i i i did i think it's i think it's super on brand that yours was a bell's two-hearted i would have expected a torpedo but i'm not let down at all um i looked at mine again a lot of scrolling but when i got to the bottom of that feed the beer that i first unlocked this badge with is from new belgium but it was called slow ride it was a four and a half percent session ipa and it was probably like easier for me to enjoy that. I'm sure that's why I started there uh, or somebody helped me make it my decision. I was at a Carolina Ale House, which is almost like a North Carolina version of uh, Applebee's if it right. were a little bit more beer centric. Yeah. And uh, good times, I remember. They don't, New Belgium doesn't make that beer anymore. No. So <laughs> I'm glad I got it when I did. Exactly. But speaking of like going back in time and transitioning and stuff, this badge has <laughs> kind of a weird origin story. I know, Harrison, you were going down the rabbit hole. Let me tell us like where, yeah. how, what happened with this badge over yeah, time? Exactly. Very interesting. So it was one of, you remember, obviously Untapped started in 2010 and this was one of the badges in early January 2011. One of the first badges, one of the first badges Untapped ever did. And originally it was a badge through a partnership with Hoptopia, which is a great name. But it's the yep. They were essentially like a like a UK kind of beer blog and um, kind of in Bristol and did a lot of like beer centric events and things like that through Hoptopia, um, which is really cool. And so it looks like yeah, back in the day in, in 2011, Untapped partnered with them for this badge. So it was the Hoptopia, I believe, an IPA badge, and to earn it, uh, so Lee Williams, who was the founder of uh, the now defunct Hoptopia would basically selected five IPAs each month. That was the plan for 2011. He would select five IPAs each month that could unlock the badge. And all you had to do as a user was drink three of them. And so that month, and then you unlock that badge. So we're kind of in all this research about Untapped's badge is learning 
perhaps were the genesis of some of the more unique badges that are still around today, like the New Brew Thursday badge that requires you to write sign on the dotted line and fax <laughs> your badge to your local representative or whatever. All these crazy kind of requests are maybe interesting and uh, not straightforward. Uh, badge requirements are coming from. So this one is three out of five beers in a month, but each month those beers change. That's where it all kind of started with Hoptopia. Uh, and the first five beers were Dogfish Head 60 Minute Bells Too Hearted, New Belgium Ranger IPA. So before wow. Rebooty Ranger and stuff, the OG Ranger, um, Sierra Nevada's Torpedo Extra IPA, and then Bear Republic Racer 5, one of the best IPAs ever. Um, so that was the first five, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, and it's kind of tough to find how long this relationship with Hoptopia lasted, but I do know that in October of 2011, that same year, it's a couple months later, that partnership ended with Hoptopia and the badge is going to be retired. But due to just untapped users reaching out, probably just right to Greg and saying, please don't, I like this badge, this is fun, they kept it and they just had new parameters, making it much easier to manage, but still a little unique, where now... You, could, you just must try any three different IPAs within a 30-day period. So the list is not five. It's any IPAs, as long as you're three different ones. Each time you do so, it levels up the badge, as long as it's within a month. So we're in a timeline and a, and a number requirement. But again, a little closer to what today's badges look like, where most of them are check into 5x and level up. Although not all, as we we continue to learn on this uh, this season of drinking socially, but definitely really cool just to look at Greg's old blog posts and to see kind of right the early days of Untapped and him exploring what badges could do and could be and kind of trialing and erroring and, and a lot of it in this case in particular the users themselves being like, hey, this is great, let's keep it around, and we did. So that was, uh, and now it's easily. I mean, I. I think it's on it must, easy mode now, right? It's easy. It's not easier to, to earn and it's probably the most unlocked badge. Although with untapped at home, having the year it did last year, maybe, maybe that's different now. Um, but still, I mean, a badge that pretty much everyone's used untapped has, uh, has unlocked at some point or another, but definitely a cool history to it. Yeah, there was a, a couple of people in the Facebook group talking about how they've maxed out the untapped at home. And I, I think by proxy, right. the verified adventure badge yes, as exactly. well. Right. Um, That's true. That's pretty so funny. Let's talk about that. We've got some verified menus to highlight, don't we, John? Something pretty cool. I, I do. It, it, this one, this week, it actually comes from the Facebook group. Perfect. Uh, one of our friends, Jared, asked us to kind of give a shout out to one of his local favorite spots. So thanks for the shout out, Jared. Today, yeah. we're going to be featuring a place called, plainly, the Can and Bottle Beer Shop in Winter Springs, Florida. Mm. Nice. It already, as soon as I hear the title, I'm like, all right, that's where I want to go. Um, and Jared politely says like, hey, would you consider these guys for a verified venue shout out at some point? Just started out. I really appreciate him opening a shop like this in my neck of the woods. He's about a mile from my house. He's carrying really good beer. And we definitely needed a shop and a tap room like this in Seminole County, Florida. 
Awesome. Nice. Cheers to you, Jared, for calling this 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 shop out. And cheers to you, uh, Can of Bottle Beer Shop, for opening up in a place where people are, I don't know, people need better beer selection. Yeah. And this is, I looked at it on Untapped, the place is, looks very much brand new. There's only been 44 Untapped users that have logged a beer in at his place. The tap list, which I love, was just updated like three days ago at the time we're recording this. That's always great. Like if you keep your tap list updated, it's a great way to keep your followers, your local untapped users Mm -hmm. up to speed on what's coming and going. The tap list looks good too. It's varied, mainly East Coast. There's Dewclaw, there's Weyerbacher, there's Bearded Iris, who we featured on the show. And from what I gather... Uh, in a note from Jared and also in some of the check-in photos, they've got an untapped TV menu up behind the bar and I see a lot of bottles and cans getting checked in. So if you live in or around Seminole County, Florida, keep your eyes on the can and bottle beer shop because I think they're about to update and put a whole package or can and can and bottle menu on untapped as well. So it's, always exciting like just spreading craft beer and making it easier for people to get so you don't have to drive into the city to pick up a four pack harrison you're a pretty frequent untapped user Mm. do you still get excited like do you still follow and get pretty pumped when you get a pop-up like from your local bottle shop or a brewery where we just added so and so on tap or just got this in can and bottle I love it. It is. It is. I know it's it's kind of wild, but we, we always joke that, you know, working on Untapped, at the end of the day, we all go check in on it. Like, you'd think, oh, it's my job. It's lost its mystery. Nope. Everybody that works on Untapped pretty much checks in almost every night. So, <laughs> at least often <laughs> enough, um, I think. So, and I'm no exception. I mean, I, yeah, I, you know, again, I, I don't want to sound like I'm drinking some weird Kool-Aid. I'm not, I'm drinking beer and, um, and, <laughs> and happy to do it. And it's, it, it really does what it's supposed to do. I mean, I was an untapped user before I even almost lost John there for, before I even worked <laughs> and untapped. And the fact that, right, I, I now just don't have to scroll through Facebook, Instagram, whatever, to find out who put what on tonight. I just look down at my phone and go, Oh, my favorite bottle shop just added this cool IPA from Westbrook. I'm out. I'm out the door. Like, it's just great. It's There's so many beers out there to try, so many places to go and try them to have some kind of, just some way of organizing it and, and keeping the clutter out of my mind that's already pretty maxed out on clutter. It's cluttery it's up there. It's very cluttery up there, as you can tell by me barely speaking. But especially if I was getting alerts, like the people who are following the Cannonball of Beer Shop are getting, they have stuff on here. You mentioned a couple, but I mean, Serenity Now from Hidden Springs, one of their Fruit of Berliners, Hidden Springs, is cranking out amazing beer. They have a Three Sons Doppelbach, which I'm jealous that I won't be able to get. And then a couple of different variations of Sweet Baby Jesus. They have Sweet Baby Java as well from Dewclaw. So nice. Right. I mean, this, yeah, it, right. If I, or And they also have Scrimshaw from North Coast, their Pilsner, which is one of my favorites. So, yeah, like. Right. If that popped up and it was 90 degrees out and I saw that Scrimshaw was right down the road and I grab a crawler of it, sweet. I'm out. I'll see you later with the <laughs> crawler Scrimshaw. So I absolutely do use it and it really does kind of make the end of the day very easy where I'm not searching to find beer. The beer has already found me it's sitting there on my phone, the notification saying, here's where you're going tonight. 
is what you want is right here. Um, and that's really cool. I wish more apps did that. I wish the, there was a pizza app that could be like, there's a new anchovy pizza right. and it's it's ready for you. And I'll be like, perfect. Um, I'll save me one someday. <laughs> that's, so I wasn't looking for pizza, but thanks for letting me know. I'm I, I'm now hungry. Speaking and, yeah, speaking of pizzas and beers and things, let's talk to about something that goes well with pizza and all foods and all things. Our best beers of the week, and I'm going to start. So um, I added a new lager to my kind of repertoire of lagers. I'll grab at any given moment. It's called Lager Days from Noda Brewing. So yes. it's a new lager. It's an American lager from them, like 4.2%. It's amazing. So last weekend, John and I, or I guess two weekends ago now, John and I uh, host Lowe's Foods a Virtual Beer Hunt, their first one uh, with Noda Brewing. So what this is, is you basically, and if you live in Carolinas, the Carolinas, you know what Lowe's Foods is. It's an awesome grocery store. If you don't, it's an awesome grocery store. Now you know. <laughs> but they have something called the Beer Den in it, like a bear den, but a beer den. You see what's happening. Um, virtual beer hunt, a beer den. Uh, but tons of awesome beer, and they have a place you can go get growler filled up in the store or grab a pint while you're shopping for macaroni after work or whatever. I love them. John, as you guys know, used to work at them before. Working untapped, you introduced me to these to Lowe's. I have nothing but fond memories of the kind of first weeks of moving to North Carolina, being like, "Hey, where are the beer stores, guys?" And people being like, "What is a beer store? Go to the grocery store." <laughs> and I was like, "That's where the food is. Where's the beer?" And it was like a weird uh, Seinfeld episode, right? Exactly. So, anyway, um, you know, so I'm 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 hooked on Lowe's for life. But they've been doing these cool virtual beer hunts where it's basically a virtual beer tasting, and you can go to Lowe's, grab a box that has a bunch of beer in it, um, snacks, beef jerky, pint glasses, basically everything you need to have a really cool date night at home or a just a nice relaxing evening yourself at home, and have John and I, and in this case it was Chad, the head brewer and one of the co-founders of Noda. Kind of walk through the beers, talk about it. It was a blast. It was really cool. There's another one coming up. Uh, so if you're in any of the Carolinas and near Lowe's, you can be a part of this. So we're going to talk, be talking with Edmonds Oast on May 15th. So hopefully, maybe, we'll see you guys there. But you can go to your local Lowe's, grab everything you need to be there on May 15th and drink along with John and I. But out of that, I mean, again, we just did it for, for fun. And out of that came a beer that now I'm going to, enjoy all summer i was looking for it i've said it every season i'm always hunting this time of year for my summer lager boom it came to me it's amazing so anyway anyway that's uh, that's that was mine what about you john what do you got that was that was a <laughs> that was a great event was, uh, right? chad knows chad yeah. it was like it was like having a ted talk with beer involved <sighs> right? it was really cool kind of talking through him yeah he's um awesome. and drinking the beers and like i also got some snacks in my box of beer from Lowe's Foods, which that needs to happen more often. Um, If it wasn't for this microphone, I would love to just be crunching on trail mix while we do the podcast in every moment of my life. (laughs) But when, when I'm getting married, I have insulin in one pocket and trail mix in the other pocket. And anyways, my favorite beer (laughs) of the week, we drank a lot of good ones from Noda. Yeah. And that event, um, one of their they had like a ninety-five calorie session yeah, IPA that's that cool so too. much flavor. Man. But the one that first comes to mind comes from you, Harrison. You dropped oh, yeah. off four 
beers from a trip that you'd taken recently, uh, Pisca Pale Ale. Right. Pisca is a weird thing for me to say, and I always call it Pigsa, and my wife yeah. corrects me. Yeah. But Pisca Pale Ale um, is a Chinook and Nugget flagship from Western North Carolina. Uh, and Harrison was kind enough to share a couple cans with me. And literally, a couple was needed because for this summer, I am digging up my front yard and transporting right. it to my backyard. And <laughs> my, my wife has turned into a construction foreman. Yep. And when I'm done, I need really like an Advil dry hopped barley wine. But <laughs> in the middle of it, I love like I love crazy adjuncts. I want triple quadruple dry hops. But there's there's also like functional work beers. And yeah. this Piscopale Pale Ale was it was just like it, it tasted like 2010. It yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, so thanks for dropping that off. That was a great beer, Harrison. Yeah, man. Huh. Well, yeah. let's drink. Oh, we can't drink another one. We'll drink another one in a week, right? That's right. We will real soon for sooner for some of us, but for all of us about a week from this exact moment. So until then, if you guys haven't yet, make sure you follow us on wherever you like to follow things online. Follow us on Untapped, Harry Beer Beer, Drinking with John, or Untapped John. We're all over the place. And speaking of next week, where Ooh. are we going? What's happening, John? Something, some, something. Yeah, interesting. let's riddle. Let's see if let's see if you can answer my riddle, Harrison. Oh, okay. Why is it so hard to keep a secret on a farm? Oh man, because. Of all the nosy neighbors, no, because of all the. Uh, That's pretty good. I don't know. I don't know why. Tell me. Tell me why. Well, it's because the potatoes have eyes and uh. the corn has ears. <laughs> that sounds like the start of another Hills Have Eyes movie. Some kind of terrifying. I don't want to ruin the, the end of Secret Window. The vegetables but, have yeah. Right. It kind of just did. Anyways, <laughs> if you're still with us. And you're not afraid of vegetables yet. Right. Tune in next week. Grab your pitchfork. Get the old spittoon out and some jean overhauls. We're taking a trip to the farm <laughs> to highlight Untapped's trip to the farm badge. That's Until it. Until then. Yeah. Cheers.